Welcome to the Confidence Club, where you'll get your weekly dose of all things mindset, personal growth, and self-development. I'm your host, Renell Briggs, entrepreneur, podcaster, and digital creator, and I'm so excited that you're here. I love helping people discover their true potential and help them realize that they are capable of making all of their biggest dreams come true. Ready to feel inspired? Press play and let's get started. Welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. I'm your host, Renell Briggs, and today I'm joined by Tannis Roth, an entrepreneur and mindset coach. She helps female business owners leverage their mindset for success, and I know that she has a lot of great stuff to share with us today. So before we get into the episode, I'm going to pass it over to her to introduce herself. Hi, you guys. So my name is Tannis, and I am a mindset coach, like Renell said, and I really help female business owners and entrepreneurs leverage their mindset for success. So I help them with all the internal work, such as, you know, working through self-limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome, a fixed mindset, all that internal work that has to be worked through before you can set yourself up for success externally. And so I really, really am passionate about helping female business owners become the woman they are meant to be and step into their power. So that's a little bit about what I do. I love that so much. And I'm so, so excited for today's conversation because um, I just love talking to people about mindset and personal growth and all that, especially as it relates to entrepreneurship, because I'm an entrepreneur as well. Um, But I think that it's just so powerful to understand these things just as a person, because it's truly life changing. Like when you change your mindset, like you change your life. Absolutely. And I feel like it's so underrated and it's often overlooked, but it is so, so important. I think it's really a crucial piece of the puzzle for success as an entrepreneur. I agree. Okay, so my first question for you is, how did you get into mindset and what prompted you to become a mindset coach? Like, Was this something that you always wanted to do that you were always thinking about? Or did it just kind of come into your life recently? It was a very spontaneous, unplanned, (laughs) kind of came out of nowhere. (laughs) Um, So I got into mindset coaching for two reasons. So I've always been someone who loves mindset and was always really interested in it. You know, I dealt with a lot of anxiety and depression in high school. And I, you know, was trying to figure out how can I cope with this? And how do I need to kind of change my mindset to cope with this and manage this better? And so I went into psychology in university. And because I was so, you know, interested in human, the human brain and behavior. And I just, you know, immersed myself in everything that had to do with the mind. And I just fell in love. It was so fascinating. And I know that so many people struggle with their mindset. And so that kind of prompted me into becoming a mindset coach and helping other women um, work with their mindset. I love that. And one of the things I like too about your story personally is that you said, um, you know, it was something that you struggled with and, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't want to struggle with it anymore. So you kind of turned like your pain into your purpose, your pain into your passion, which I always love hearing stories like that. Cause I think that's so inspiring. Like you have an, you have a choice that you can choose to, you know, continue to live your life like that, or you can choose to find a solution. So you don't have to. So I love that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. 
And I find it so interesting that you're in psychology too, because I remember when we first met, that was like one of the things that we bonded over because I'm in social psychology. So we bonded over the fact that we're both students. We're both Um, psych nerds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Running businesses. And I find it so interesting because I even have noticed like with some of the classes that I've I've been taking Mm -hmm. the overlap between that schoolwork and yeah and this extra like this extracurricular I guess you could say mindset work that we're doing isn't it cool how it all overlaps yeah and I just feel like too it helps us have a deeper understanding of it I mean (laughs) absolutely I I took a course called positive psychology and it was honestly one of my favorite classes and I just remember like being in the class and we were talking at one point we were talking about a fixed versus a growth mindset and like there was people in my class that had never even heard of that before and I was just like this is like second nature like I've been doing this I've been living that for yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) it's so interesting though um but I actually wanted to know Mm -hmm. so I guess more specifically like because you're also psychology student how have Mm -hmm. you um noticed the overlap like have you noticed anything in particular I just mentioned the fixed versus growth mindset is a big one but have you noticed anything in particular that stood out to you uh yeah so there's there's a one kind of area specifically that I incorporate into like what I coach and teach and that's the concepts of neuroplasticity which I'm sure you know all about but I I think telling people about that is so important because it's kind of the science underlying underlying mindset that it's structurally possible to change your mindset, right? Because a lot of people are like, it's not tangible. I can't measure my mindset. I can't, you know, see the results. It's it's hard for people, right? Because it they can't they're not used to looking at it. Yeah, it's not tangible. So I think neuroplasticity has been such a uh, cool thing to learn about, but also to tell other people about so that they can really get that deeper underlying understanding of mindset and how it works, you know, internally and then externally what that um, results in for them. So I've been, yeah, I love telling people about that. We could talk about that for hours, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So neuroplasticity has been one I really uh, have found a lot of overlap in also um, a lot of the specific neurotransmitters like cortisol and how when we're feeling stressed and negative right we get a lot of cortisol pumping and then when we're in better you know a better place in our minds we get a lot more of those feel-good neurotransmitters and that's why we start to feel better so I love talking about the internal changes that happen in order for us to feel better and so there's been a lot of overlap in that for me that's so interesting I've never thought Mm -hmm. about that way and before I make my next comment I just want to ask like for anybody that doesn't know what like neuroplasticity is what would you say in like the simplest form to describe okay in the simplest form the structure of your brain is malleable. So you can shift it and mold it. And that is how your thoughts can be rewired, basically, in the simplest form. That's what that is. Okay, perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something after that. Let me just think here. I just think that's so cool. And yeah, you're right. like for the people that need like some tangible like aspects of it it's just a great way to think about it absolutely 
Um, okay, I remember not my next question for you. <laughs> so it's also in terms of um, school again, because mm-hmm. I find it so cool that you are an entrepreneur and um, like a university student and I'm the mm-hmm. same way. And I would love to just like touch upon that a bit because I know there's a lot of people around our age that listen to this podcast and um, either they're like in school and they're looking to start a business, but they don't yeah. think they're going to have the time. or they're having a hard time managing both right now. So I just want to ask, what have you found? Like, what's your experience with that? And do you have any tips on how people could um, better manage their time? Yeah. So in the beginning, it was pure chaos. And (laughs) I was not like, yeah, it was just chaos. But, you know, through trial and error, I kind of learned how to balance them a little bit better because it is a lot, right? Especially when you're taking a full load of courses and, you know, you're trying to run a business on the side. It is a lot. So I found that just a lot of prioritizing and planning in advance. Planning in advance has saved my life. (laughs) And just prioritizing like, okay, right now, you know, I have five things I need to do, but what's the, you know, two most important that have to get done now and what can wait. Um, I think that's helped me a a lot is just really prioritizing my time. And also just making time and space for yourself, because you're not going to be productive 24 seven, right? You need time to just relax and chill out and I think you know in return that increases your productivity 100% I agree with that I'm a big believer in this idea that I mean I say it more when I'm talking about investing into other people but it's the same thing Mm. as investing into yourself like you can't pour from from an empty cup and so if you're going all day long doing all these things and you never take you know it's not even just about taking a break but it's like taking a break to do something that's going to better yourself so yeah, maybe absolutely. that's going for a walk or meditating or reading. And that's actually something that I'm trying to get better at because yeah. I am really big on morning routines. So I've had, mm-hmm. like, I know you I, are, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a solid morning routine. Um, but I realized that all of myself grew like, like time for myself was being put into that one hour in the morning. And oh. I didn't really invest into myself much else throughout the rest of the day. So instead, what I tried to do was condense that morning one so that I, you know, do enough things that make me feel ready to go. But then, you know, in the afternoon, when I start to feel sluggish, then I take like 30 minutes to read or go for a walk. And then I feel better for the rest of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big power napper. (laughs) I, (laughs) I nap every afternoon because I feel like I just, I know I need that 30 minutes to recharge. So yeah, I, that's something I found too, is that just allowing yourself rest is, is so important because I think we often feel like we have to be, you know, working and hustling and grinding 24 seven, but I always make time for relax, relaxation and rest. And I think that's really, really important. I totally agree with that. And I think that in terms of like hustling and stuff, I think there's mm-hmm. like seasons where you do that. Cause obviously, yeah. you know, like as an entrepreneur, there are going to be times where, you know, you're going to be putting in a lot of work and maybe yes. see, be seeing the results right away. But yeah. I think that for it to be like, um, what's the word like long lasting, you have to get used to get into the habit of taking out some time every day for yourself. Absolutely. And I think for me too, like personally, as a 
entrepreneur and student prioritizing has been my best friend. Like it's not something that I was really good at before, (laughs) but I just, (laughs) I realized that it just helps so much. And when I, when I take the time to plan, like you said, and organize my time, I Mm -hmm. actually realized how much extra time I had. I was just wasting it doing like things doing that the wrong things yeah, yeah that weren't helping me grow as a person and that weren't helping my business and that weren't helping my school and I think that like every once in a while it's definitely okay to do you know those fun things but yeah, like, when yeah. I was looking at my days I was like okay but now you don't need to be doing these things every <laughs> single day or like yes. you know make some tweaks like for example I went I got into this like um like period where I was just watching multiple episodes like multiple 40 minute episodes of a show <laughs> in a row I'm like Kevin now you don't have to cut up the show but maybe just watch one because you're one wasting two. three yeah. hours like watching I Vampire do Diaries I do that too <laughs> like at least if it's a show like I don't know Selling Sunset I don't know if you've heard of that show but that mm-hmm. one just puts me in like I don't know like rich vibes like because it's in LA, real estate in LA, but the Vampire Diaries is not. Like, so I need to like- <laughs> No vampire vibes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I just, yeah, that was something I had to do. But I think prioritizing is like your best friend. And again, you're going to realize how much time you actually have in a day. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I have to take a quick second here to share one of my favorite small businesses, Motivated Babe. They're a lifestyle brand for Motivated Babes, and their mission is to encourage and inspire you to go for your goals and live your dream life. I'm so aligned with them and what they stand for, and they have the cutest apparel for female entrepreneurs. Sweaters, t-shirts, crewnecks, accessories, and more. You can shop their site, MotivatedBabe.com, and use code RENEL10 for 10% off your order. That's MotivatedBabe.com and code RENEL10 for 10% off your order. As always, there will be a link in the show notes that will take you there. And now back to the episode. One of my last big questions for you is advice based. I want to ask you, what advice would you give someone in their 20s who wants to become an entrepreneur? Um, I think the best thing you could do is just start because there's never going to be like that time where you're like, okay, everything is planned. Everything is ready. Like it just, it doesn't happen. So I think the best thing you can do is just start. And even if you're only putting in like a few hours a week in the beginning, it's better than not than nothing. Right. So I think really just, you know, diving headfirst into it and just starting whatever idea you have or whatever plan you have just get a start on it because you'll be so glad that you started when you did instead of waiting you know x amount of time because that perfect time just doesn't happen so yeah I would just say just start you'll be so happy you did I love that and I totally agree and if I could just add something to that I would say start and then also be consistent because Oh yeah. Start, oh yeah. <laughs> like, it, it could be slow. I mean, when I first started my business, it was slow, like it really slow. slow. Yeah. And you know, everybody's going to be different. Some people are going to have a fast start and that's great too. But yeah. just like, don't get discouraged when you're not seeing what you want to happen right away. Yes, absolutely. It takes, time. It so. takes a lot of nurturing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a slow burn. Yeah. You got to nurture it like a baby, right? Like it, yeah. 
it takes time that consistency is so so important even when it feels like nothing is happening no one is watching no one cares like you just gotta keep pushing through because once you you know get over that first kind of like hill of I don't know nothing happening that's when things start yeah picking up and you'll just be so glad that you stuck with it yeah a hundred percent and like what I've learned too is in in today like what we do today is pre-paving our future so like you Mm -hmm. said even when you don't see it happening maybe it's not happening for months but everything that you're doing now is setting you up for where you're going to be in a couple months so absolutely I love that pre-paving yes um okay I I have another question I want to ask you this is my favorite question I ask everybody on the podcast this okay (laughs) what does confidence mean to you ah it's a great question so um I would say I really didn't like fully understand or embody confidence, to be honest with you, for a very long time. And I feel like, you know, just recently in the past mm, two years or so, I think I finally have come to a place with myself that is of confidence. And I think, you know, I would really define it for myself as just being able to show up authentically without fear of judgment just being comfortable with being yourself without being afraid of what are people going to think what are they going to say and just not caring just being able to be like you know what this is me and that's it I love that and I'm I'm totally in agreement with that I think it's all about being authentic and not not really care not being affected by what other people think yeah that's a better way to word it yeah yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest lessons that you'll learn on your entrepreneurship journey. Like anybody mm. listening to this, like you really have to work through that because oh gosh, it's going to yes. be so <laughs> liberating when you do, no, but it's so liberating and you just feel like you can do anything because you're no longer like expecting other people to like you for it or. Yeah. You know. And I mean, the reality is people, not everyone is going to like what you do. Not everyone is going to agree with you. right that's just the reality of it and the sooner you can just get past that you know the sooner you'll achieve your success whatever that looks like for you yeah and I always say authenticity over approval right yes love that yeah I love I know that's kind of like my mantra lately (laughs) (laughs) I like like, it yeah yeah because yeah you know who wants to just be something you're not or you know it's just it's such like you said liberating and and it's just such a good feeling when you can show up authentically and just sit in that power and just not feel kind of trapped in that feeling of I have to be approved by everyone and you can just embody yourself like I just I love that yeah me too that was yeah (laughs) Like, I don't best. even have any words to follow. <laughs> like, like, that was just so good. Um, it's the best feeling. <laughs> so I am con- like I am literally in awe of everything that you're doing. And this was such a great conversation. I'm sure that everybody listening is wondering where um, they can get more of your content. So where can we connect with you? Sure. So I am only on Instagram at the moment. Uh, so my Instagram is at womanupsociety. And so that is where people can connect with me. I love to chat. So yes, I will talk your ear off all day. So you can send me uh, a DM to connect. That is where I am at. And I know you launched uh, 
and you have an ebook, right? I have an ebook. Yes, that's right. What's, um, what's that and where can people get that? So my ebook is all about uh, just a really simple but effective framework that I teach for managing um, negative thoughts and self-limiting beliefs and kind of that, those negative um, internal feelings. And so <clears throat> it's a very simple framework to implement, but it's very effective. And it's one that I've used consistently in my life. And I've um, taught it to a few other entrepreneurs who have really, really found amazing benefits from it. And it is available on my website, which is in the link in my bio. And yeah, I would love for you guys to check that out. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. My last, last question for you. This is also something I ask everybody that comes on the podcast. Cause I absolutely love these and I always love hearing what everybody else's favorite is. <laughs> What's your favorite motivational or inspirational quote? Okay, so I was thinking about this. Um, I don't know who wrote this quote. I don't know who to credit it to, but I read it, I think, somewhere on Instagram maybe, and I just loved it. It was so it was so empowering. So it's, they'll laugh at you, and then they'll ask you how you did it. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Isn't that awesome? It just, <laughs> yeah. like, literally lit a fire in me. I was like, that is the best thing I've read so in a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast today. This was amazing. So much value as, you know, I always get from you from your page on Instagram. I always love when your posts come up in my feed. Oh, um, you're so sweet. Of course. And I just want to say thank you again for coming on. It was so nice to chat with you. And yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was an honor to be on here and chat with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Confidence Club podcast, and I hope you're feeling inspired to take action towards your dreams. I would love to hear from you, so make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode, and leave a rate and review so I can continue to bring you content that serves you. If you got value from this episode, share it on your socials with your friends by tagging at the Confidence Club. Want even more inspo? Follow the podcast at the Confidence Club on Instagram. Chat with you soon. Bye!